The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Family Matters with your host, Dr. Virginia Collin. In this program, we will explore some of the challenges families face and the solutions they create in today's world where marriage, parenting, and family forms are not what they once were. Now, here is Dr. Virginia Collin. Welcome to Family Matters. I'm your host, Virginia Collin. Today, my guest is Stacy Martino. She is a certified marriage educator, and get this, she's a divorce preventionist and a sought-after relationship expert. Stacy was trained and certified by Tony Robbins and Chloe Madonis, and she's been featured by Anthony Robbins, Your Tango, Blog Talk Radio, Bloomberg, Yahoo, and QVC. She's the relationship expert for Aspire Magazine. She helps people who feel stuck and frustrated and helpless with the challenges that intimate relationships sometimes bring. Through strategic coaching, programs, and live events with a relationship transformation system, Stacy empowers people to create relationships full of unshakable love and unleashed, unleashed passion. You can find her online at loveandpassioncoach.com. Stacy and I will be talking about how to reignite the passion for more than just one night. Welcome to the show, Stacy. Thank you so much, Virginia. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Well, it's great to have you. <laughs> so I have heard you say on more than one occasion that you can empower people to create fantastic relationships, get the results they want in relationships on their own initiative without needing the partner to participate in the process. That's a surprising statement. Tell me more about that. Yeah. Um, well, it is, and it is contrarian to pretty much everything that we're taught. It's certainly contradictory to everything that I was raised to believe that, you know, it takes two to tango, partnership, 50-50, and all that stuff. Um, but the tr- that's just not true. And the truth is that one person absolutely can transform a relationship and you don't need your partner to participate in the process for you to get the results that you want in your relationship. And now I'm not the only one who's done it. I, I did it for my own relationship, but now thousands of people around the world do it every day using our system. But the truth is that everybody already knows that it only takes one person to transform a relationship. I'm just putting words to something that we've been conditioned not to believe even though we experience it every day. And I'll give you a really simple example, Virginia, that hopefully you and everybody can relate to for us to, to shift this in our, in our minds because it's a heavy-duty belief system that can keep people stuck. Um, and, and actually, that's why I'm so passionate about getting the message out because what I find the most 
is that people come to me and they feel stuck in a relationship that's not quite what they want. And because of this belief system that it takes two, they feel like they have two choices. Most people feel like they have two choices, either stay and settle or go. And that is a tough place to be when you're not happy in your relationship, whether your relationship is hanging by a thread or it's just passionless and you're still good friends regardless, that is a tough place to be. And when you no longer have to be bound by the constriction of it taking two, you have a third option, which is stay and transform and create the relationship you really want. So here's, here's the example. Have you ever had this situation where, and you and I were just chatting, Virginia, about, you know, your husband coming home from work and having a nice hug, um, and that's lovely, and then sometimes the other option happens, which is that you're having a great day, you're in the zone, you're excited, you're rocking it, and your partner comes home, and they're just upset, crabby, grouchy, everything's wrong in life, everything happens to them. And have you ever had that experience, Virginia? <laughs> well, I'm sure my husband has had that experience. <laughs> I love you, Virginia. You are the best. That's so fun. Mine has, too. Um, and so most people have. And what happens when that person comes and they're grouchy? What happens to your state? You go right down the tubes, right? And now you're back at them. Hey, I was having a good day. You're, you're bringing me down. Now you always do this, blah, blah, blah. And that makes them defensive. And then they dig in. And then that now it turns into a you and him discussion all of a sudden about the dynamics between the two of you. And it feeds and it feeds into this cycle of negativity. You didn't change. They changed. And you shifted in response to them. One partner is always shifting the relationship. All I'm doing is empowering people with the tools and the strategies that really work to help them show up as their best and most authentic selves, but also to strategically pull out the best and most authentic self in their partner so we can use the same dynamic of the cycle of triggering our partner but triggering the best in them. And then that flows back to you and you feel great and it empowers you to want to do more for your relationship and then they respond really well to that and we use the same cycle and the same cycle but we're switching the direction to use it in the positive. And that's how one partner can always change a relationship. Let's stick with that example for a minute. Suppose my husband has had a great day. He comes through the door, and instead of giving him the big hug that we always have when we both get home from work, I am all cranky and miserable and grouchy about 16 terrible things that happened today. <laughs> what does he have to do so that he protects himself from me dragging him down? Great question. I'm so excited that you asked that. We spend like an hour on this in our program, all the things that you can do to protect your state. What we teach is, um, we call it, uh, the tool that we created is called a state-o-meter. It's kind of like the when you watch a telethon and a charity is raising funds and the thermometer starts to rise as they go to hit their goal. We call it a state-o-meter. And in the middle is 50%. You're on your way to your high state. The high state is at the top. Low state is at the very bottom. In the middle is 
And that 50% is the most important thing in your relationship because when you or your partner has dropped below the 50% line in your state, you're hijacked. There's no such thing as I'm doing the best for my relationship, I'm putting my partner first, I'm, I'm you know, loving without needing in return. All of those tools are out the window. If you drop below the 50% in your state, you don't bother using any of the tools I've ever given you or will. You only have one job to do. Get yourself above that 50% line in your state. Because from below the 50% line, you can't do anything to serve your relationship, and you're only damaging your relationship, which is why a lot of um, well-intentioned people do a lot of damage to their relationship when they come together in couples work because both people are below the 50% line and it only does damage. So when your partner is below the 50% line, it's twice as important for you to stay above the 50% line. And we teach um, a list of tools for this, but a couple of the quickest ones that I can give you, Virginia, that work really well um, are two. I'll give you two. One is the tornado metaphor, the tornado tool that we teach. And that is, if you imagine yourself, hypothetically, please, standing in the middle of a tornado, you can see why I said hypothetically. Yes, I would be very hypothetical about that. Very hypothetical about this. And you're in the middle of a tornado. Does it do you any good to chronicle and checklist and create an itinerary of all the garbage that's blowing by. Does it do you any good to make a list and say, oh, there's a Target bag, there's a lawn chair, that's a mattress, piece of wood. At that point, it's all garbage. It's debris. It does not matter. And when your partner is dropped below the 50% line and they're going on and on about things that have nothing to do with you and things, quite frankly, that probably do have to do with you, it's still all garbage because they're dropped below the 50% line and we all say things we shouldn't when we drop below the 50% line. So whether it's about you or not, no good is going to come of it. It's not a constructive time to work on your relationship. The best tool you can employ is to recognize that you're in the middle of a tornado and there's no need to chronicle this. It's all just garbage blowing by. What I'm going to do is I am going to rise up and love my partner for who they are in their soul and not take in the bad behavior that we all have. We can't possibly have good behavior all the time. Just ask Paul Martino. He will readily tell you that we cannot all have good behavior all the time. Everybody's going to have bad behavior. So one of the greatest tools you can use is to use the tornado and remember that it's just garbage that's blowing by. Stay in love. Love them for who they are because everybody feels better when they're ugly, nasty, or grumpy to somebody, but the person on the other side, even though they didn't deserve that, is compassionate back. Nothing builds loyalty, trust, beauty, encouragement like doing that for someone. And then the second tool I would give you is um, to really uh, focus on them as being in pain. Because whenever somebody's like that, they're really just in pain or in fear over something. And this is how it's coming out. And we do this. Everybody does this. So if it helps you, you can visualize that that's just their pain. That's just what they're fearful about right now. And when it blows over, kind of like the storm, they'll be able to come from a less fearful place 
and then you can really discuss if anything was worth discussing. So hopefully that serves you, Virginia. That does sound like really useful tools. <laughs> That's what we're all about. <laughs> I'll have to get my husband to listen to the show so he'll know how to deal with me. <laughs> okay, darling. <laughs> so, Stacy, how did you become a love and passion expert? That's that's not a career path that many people consider. Yeah, how it wasn't that, a path that, that, that I checked when I was going through grief school. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't choose it. It definitely chose me, is what I would say. Um, today, uh, Virginia, as you know, you know me, um, Paul and I, my husband and I, we have an unshakable love and an unleashed crazy passion, and it's way beyond anything I actually ever thought I could ever have in my life, but it wasn't always this way. Uh, Fourteen years ago, our relationship was hanging by a thread in a night when Paul came to uh, break up with me, to leave me, and tell me that the relationship wasn't working, and he was right. He was right about everything that he said. Unlike the uh, sunshiny, warm woman that you know me to be today, Virginia, 14 years ago, my nickname was the Ice Princess, and it was very well-deserved. I was cold, unfeeling, completely shut down and protected, Uh, no nonsense, no gray area, black and white, achiever, get it done, and had closed up my heart long ago. And I was very proud of that. I was very proud of going through life um, committed to not getting hurt again, I thought I had figured it out, figured out the solution to never getting hurt was just to not depend on anyone, don't count on anyone, provide for myself, get it done, stop caring about anything, and never get hurt again. Until Paul Martino showed up on my driveway one night, and I was no one was more surprised than me that as he was breaking up with me, the tears started to roll down my cheeks. And that may sound like a very normal reaction to a lot of normal people that might be listening, but I was not normal. I was the ice princess. And while I promise you Paul Martino had never seen me cry in the four years we had been together, I had not cried in the ten years prior to that. So this is a very scary reaction for me. And what started to happen, um, I, I later heard this described, boy, I wish I knew it at the time, Um, It wouldn't have been so scary for me. You ever hear the phrase, Virginia, that some people break down while other people break open? I have heard that. Yeah, I think that's really the best description of what happened um, because I literally started to have a really big breakdown right there with Paul, and I was hysterical sobbing. Um, And ironically, I was not crying because the relationship was ending. I know that seems... Um, like it would be the normal thing to do, again, not being a very normal person, Um, the tears and the sobs were because the self-talk in my head was really scaring me because what I kept hearing in my head was, you failed, you failed, you failed, and not at the relationship. That actually wasn't a shocker to someone called the Ice Princess. That nickname did not actually come with a handbook for amazing relationships. I did not have any tools to speak of at that time. But what I failed to do was I failed to protect myself because this pain that I was feeling was actually a broken heart, and I didn't even know that I loved him until that moment when I broke open. 
And so here I am, hysterical sobbing, thinking I didn't even protect myself from the broken heart. I built my whole life around protecting myself and shutting myself off from everything, protecting my heart, putting up walls, freezing everything else out, and it didn't even work. And now all of a sudden I broke open and had this huge surge of love for Paul, but realized I might have just ruined the only chance I might ever get at experiencing that kind of love. And so I looked up at Paul, who, by the way, was not having the same spiritual awakening that I was having, and looked (laughs) rather panicked, as if this could not be going any worse. How am I going to get out of here? This girl's crying. And I said to him, the only thing I could think of to say in that moment, uh, which was to beg him, to just beg him, for another chance. And I said, Paul, you're right about everything that you've said, everything. And I have been half in and half out, one leg in, one leg out. Everything you're saying is right, but I know that I have to come back to who I really am. I have to, I have to live. I have to go all in. And I don't know if that's going to solve our relationship problems. I really don't know, but I know that I have to do this for me. So please just give me one more chance and then if, if I get back to who I really am, the real me, and you don't love who I really am, I'll let you go with love, of course, but at least give me a chance to be all in and be who I really am. And I've had the pleasure of hearing Paul tell this story many, many times now. And he always says the same thing. He says that until that moment, in that moment, he had never seen that raw, that vulnerable, that real Stacy in his life. And so he could no longer leave me with the same certainty that he walked in the door with that night. And he did, thank God, give me a second chance. And I dove in. I read every book. I listened to every program. If there was a speaker, my butt was in the seat. I did everything I could. And I really transformed myself. I learned everything about men, women, relationships, everything. And as I transformed, I noticed it was having a huge impact on Paul. And our relationship was getting easier, and he was getting happier. Meanwhile, he wasn't reading any of the books, but he was shifting exactly as I was shifting. And after about a year of that, our relationship was so transformed, he came to me and said, whatever you're doing, whatever you're reading, we have a totally different life than we did a year ago. I want to be a part of this. I want this journey that you've been on. You're so authentic and so happy, and I feel so happy, and I know there's more room for me to grow. What are you reading? What are you studying? What are you doing? Let's do this together. And together we dove in, and for the last 14 years, it has been our mission to transform our relationship, and now we feel compelled to shortcut this for anybody else that wants to do this so they don't have to spend 14 years and several six figures, (laughs) investing in creating what we've created. And that's why we created our eight-step relationship transformation system that thousands of people around the world are now using to transform their relationship on their own without their partner's participation. That's really a fantastic story. We have to go to break now. (laughs) And we will come back and talk about the relationship transformation system with Stacey Martino after a couple of minutes. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Most adults are able to make good decisions about how their families can move forward. 
They do not need to rely on courts to make such decisions, especially in cases of divorce. Far too many people suffer unnecessary anguish because they do not know what family mediators can do. We help people discuss problems constructively in a private, confidential setting. We help them stop fighting and stay out of court. To learn more about mediation and other family matters, visit ColinFamilyMediationGroup.com. Colin has one L and no S. Are you struggling with emotional, financial, and legal stress related to divorce? The Guide to Low-Cost Divorce in Virginia by Virginia Collin and Rebecca Martin teaches how to handle these processes in any state with special attention to Virginia's laws. This book can help you take care of yourself, get free legal advice, develop a good co-parenting plan, keep expenses down, and arrange a do-it-yourself divorce. The Guide to Low-Cost Divorce in Virginia is available from Amazon for just $4.99. No one can tell you how much money you'll have or when you'll see your children, right? Wrong. It happens every day in divorce court. Don't let it happen to you. When dealing with separation, divorce, co-parenting, or care of an elderly relative, there is a better way. Mediation. Save time, save money, and save your children. To learn more, visit the Academy of Professional Family Mediators at apfmnet.org. That's apfmnet.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Family Matters. To reach Dr. Virginia Collin or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to radioshow at collinfamilymediationgroup.com. Now, back to Family Matters. Welcome back to Family Matters. I'm talking with Stacy Martino today. My name is Virginia Collin. I'm your host. And Stacy has developed a relationship transformation system that grew out of some of her own life experiences and then what she studied to deal with what was happening to her. Stacy, you were just telling the story of having a breakdown that was really breaking open, not breaking down, when your boyfriend of four years said that he wanted to break up with you. And you agreed with what he said was not going well in your relationship. <laughs> you also said some a couple of surprising things there, that in that moment where, after many years as an ice princess, you're having what looks like a breakdown... Mm-hmm. And in that moment, that was for you a spiritual awakening, and it was it's it's. I thought you said that you suddenly knew what your authentic self was like. That you were not the ice princess that you had been training yourself to do for a lot of years. Did I hear you correctly on that? That you know, all of a sudden, you discovered who was who your authentic self was. Yeah, it's true, Virginia. And I mean, that, that evening with Paul actually took 14 hours and we cried through the whole thing. And it was, 
in that time of breakdown that I feel that my ener- I figured out when, when I could no longer hold on to the walls that protected me, I was nothing but my authentic self. And I had to step forward, you know, as vulnerable and raw as I was. And that glimpse of feeling like who I really was without the protection, without the closing, without the walls up, felt so good and so free that I decided that life was worth whatever risk, whatever whatever pain may come to live as this version of myself. I didn't know if I could keep that and hold that because I felt the desire to close and protect coming back of course, in the face of emotional pain, but that was the moment that I decided it would be worth it. It'd be worth it to be that version of myself and to love Paul the way I felt that love for Paul as soon as my authentic self showed up. Um, it was all worth it to go on that journey. Fantastic. Well, I know that people can learn a fair amount about your relationship transformation system by visiting loveandpassioncoach.com. Mm. Would you like to say a little more about the system? Just yeah, now? absolutely. In fact, um, it's our mission to give all eight steps to everybody who wants to empower themselves. Um, it's just really important to Paul and I to share this with as many people as possible. And we did a video, um, a three-set video, video series, giving all eight steps of our relationship transformation system. And you can actually get it at relationshiptransformationsystem.com. That's where the videos are. Um, and everybody can go grab their videos. And I, I walk you through all eight steps of our system. And Paul and I teach you uh, many of the tools, kind of like some of the tools that I've taught you here today. We're very strategic in the way that we teach is that we really give you tangible, actionable tools that you can start using right away. Um, that's why we always say that in all of our stuff, your relationship will shift before your head hits the pillow tonight. Just take action on the things that we uh, teach and the tools that we give you, and you'll see results right away. So you can grab those videos at relationshiptransformationsystem.com. Fantastic. Well, I'm sure that Unshakable love and unleashed passion sound really good to a lot of people. <laughs> I also know a lot of people who feel stuck in relationships that just don't have any passion left. That yeah. was something that happened 10 or 20 years ago when you first fell in love. And now you're just together kind of out of habit. You're good roommates. You're raising the kids together. You're getting along. But there's no passion. What's going on with that? And is that something you can help with? <clears throat> yes, absolutely. In fact, Virginia, um, you have just described the majority of the population today. Uh, this is what's going on. That is the description of most relationships today. And what's happening is we have a passionless relationship epidemic. And it's actually a very organic and natural process. But it can be turned around like that. And so here's what happens. Love and passion work like a seesaw. Because what creates love and what creates passion are opposites. As you go deeper into love, it's because love is created from sameness. 
having things in common, sharing things. That's what creates friendship, and friendship is the foundation of love. So as you go deeper into your relationship, you have more and more in common. You have the house in common, the kids in common, community things in common, work and business in common sometimes, and as you collect more and more things in common, as you create a life together, you go deeper and deeper into love, which is fantastic. It's awesome. But on the other side of the seesaw, passion comes from differences. And as you go deeper and deeper into sameness and love, the passion side of the seesaw starts to float up, up, and away because you have fewer and fewer differences in your relationship and naturally and organically, the passion fizzles as sameness takes over. But you can bring it back really quick by bringing in the one most um, effective difference that your relationship really needs, the life force of your relationship, which is passion, which comes from polarity, which is the difference between masculine and feminine energy. It's the one organic difference that we always have in relationship, but right now in our society, we have a real challenge with a lot of women who, like me in the past, are stuck in their masculine, using their masculine mask and their masculine tools because that's what's rewarded in the workplace. And a lot of women who have their heart broken, like me, uh, put on those walls and, and suit up and toughen up and move more into their masculine as a coping mechanism and then get you know massively rewarded for it in corporate and in business. But then it runs amok and it ends up seeping into their relationship where they're more in their masculine, and we have a lot of men who are distancing themselves from their masculine energy, being more gentle so as to be less threatening. And the combination of those two things dims the polarity, and what you end up with is, is nice, but it's not hot. It's missing that energy of the masculine and the feminine. And so that's what creates this passionless, epidemic that we have going on. I would love to hear you define what you mean by masculine energy and feminine energy. Because I think when a lot of people hear about masculine energy, they think macho, bossy, selfish. That's right. So what do you mean? You mean something different. Yeah, one of the reasons why we lost um, masculine energy is because People started distancing themselves from that. For the same reason, we lost feminine energy because people mistakenly thought that it was weakness and um, submissive, and women started distancing themselves from that. That's why we ended up in this situation. So here's the real truth. What you've just described, and you did that so well, thank you, Virginia. You've shortcut this for me. What you've just described is the immature masculine. The immature masculine has masculine energy. Masculine energy is rooted. It knows what it wants. It knows the outcome, and nothing will get in its way. It's very confident, assertive, um, immovable, and 
decisive. That's masculine energy. Now, the immature masculine, which is what, unfortunately, so many people have come up in contact with, has all of those wonderful characteristics. However, the immature masculine comes from the ego. It's very selfish. It uses all of those phenomenal masculine traits, but only to its own end. It really doesn't care who gets in its way. It doesn't care about anybody else. It's doing it for its own goal. Now, Contradictory to that, there's the mature masculine. The mature masculine uses all of those beautiful traits, but the mature masculine is driven by honor, service, and protection. It's always driven by someone else. It comes from the heart. It is not selfish. It is selfless. It is driven by honor and integrity, and it always, always is serving and protecting, especially the woman. And that is the mature masculine, which is lost. And there are not a lot of great role models today for mature masculine, which is why uh, my husband is such a phenomenal teacher and so many people flock, because there are very, very few men who are teaching this and who are role models, because we've lost this since the macho man, um, unfortunate running amok immature masculine energy that really did a number on us as a society. And so that's the mature masculine. And on the opposite is the feminine. And unlike what most people may think about femininity being weakness or um, not strong or femininity being about your hair or your makeup, none of that is true. Femininity has nothing to do with your hair, your makeup or your clothes or any of that. Um, actually, that's a lot of what people think is feminine energy is actually not feminine at all. Feminine energy is nothing more than your level of openness. That's all it is. Your feminine energy is how open you are. And for some women, that even feels elusive. It did for me in the beginning. If you're very entrenched in your masculine right now, even that may feel elusive to you. So all you need to do is ask yourself, zero to ten. Ten, completely open, allowing all things in, feeling everything. Zero, totally walls up, protected, disconnected, withdrawn, punishing, whatever it is for you. Zero to ten, center of gravity. How open do you feel on a consistent basis? That's where you are in your feminine or your masculine energy right now as a woman. Femininity is nothing more than openness. When you talk about feminine energy, then, you're not talking about being an earth mother or being very nurturant or gentle. You're just talking about being open? Yes. And I I really feel like that feminine energy gets a disservice um, because not everyone can relate to the adjectives that you just used. Feminine energy comes in a million different flavors, and everyone's flavor of femininity is as unique as her fingerprint. For some women, it's the earth mother. For other women, it's, you know, chocolate and shopping and heels. It's what, for other women, it's cleaning a lawnmower but feeling fantastic about it. It really has nothing to do with anything about your personality. Femininity shows up in every flavor. Your feminine energy is part of your authenticity. 
So you can't model someone else's other than understanding and feeling her openness, her level of being willing to being open, which, by the way, is the strongest thing in the world, to stay open even when you fear being emotionally hurt. It's much easier and much less strong to suit up, put up your walls, cut and run, which is the masculine in the feminine form. But feminine energy is just a level of openness. How that presents for each woman is her authenticity. Got it. Do you think that for some of these people who've been stuck for a few or a large number of years in a passionate relationship, reach a point where it's just too late? <laughs> no, it's really not. And, and Virginia, I've, I've helped people in every situation you could imagine, and many you will never be able to imagine in your life. Um, whether they're still in relationship or divorced for years, it's never too late if you want to rescue your relationship. It's just never too late. Now, that being said, I don't actually believe that every marriage is meant to last. Some marriages come into our lives to teach us something or give us a gift. But if there's long-term alignment and you want to rescue the relationship, every relationship can be rescued. Every relationship, no matter how passionless, the passion can be reignited. And not every marriage is meant to last, but I will say that if you have children, then your relationship absolutely must be rescued. Maybe not the marriage, but the relationship must be rescued and healed because you're going to be co-parents until the day you die, and it's never going to get any easier. And so for you and your children, rescue that relationship so you can peacefully and compassionately co-parent as you attract your forever love and empower yourself with the tools to create your magnificent love affair when you have it. But, yes, there is no such thing as too late. What if it's been a really terrible relationship? What if there's been domestic violence? What advice do you give women and men in that sort of situation? Those are two different questions to me because terrible relationship, uh, there's, everybody has bad behavior and there's nothing that can't be forgiven. There's nothing that can't be restored. And nothing. That being said, um, when there's domestic violence or a situation where there's physical harm, uh, you must remove yourself from the situation immediately. That is not a relationship repair. That is a physical protection and removing yourself from a toxic environment. Um, there's no two ways about that. Like I said, the 50% line, I mean, that is really a dramatic example of being below the 50% line, Virginia, to the point that no, you, you're not going to ch- turn that around. No relationship is going to be healed in that state. Can there be forgiveness if there has been a healing and there, that's no longer going on? Of course. Anybody can forgive and restore and repair anything. But if that's going on and if there is physical um, physical violence happening, you have to remove yourself immediately. And that applies even if you have kids. There are some situations that are so bad, you should not be focusing on fixing the relationship. You should be focusing on safety. You know, I actually feel like, especially if you have children, you need to remove yourself first. The relationship can never come uh, before the safety of you and your children. What you do to repair your relationship and restore that once you're in a safe place is a different thing. But if you're 
if the either the giver of the violence or the receiver, you're both well below the 50%. I, I, I have nothing but compassion in my heart for you, but you cannot repair your relationship when you're both in that state. It's time to get to physical safety so that you can get to the peace that you need to um, to make good decisions for yourself and your family. All right, we're going to break now. I will be back with Stacy Martino of loveandpassioncoach.com in a minute. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. No one can tell you how much money you'll have or when you'll see your children, right? Wrong. It happens every day in divorce court. Don't let it happen to you. When dealing with separation, divorce, co-parenting, or care of an elderly relative, there is a better way. Mediation. Save time, save money, and save your children. To learn more, visit the Academy of Professional Family Mediators at apfmnet.org. That's apfmnet.org. Most adults are able to make good decisions about how their families can move forward. They do not need to rely on courts to make such decisions. Especially in cases of divorce, far too many people suffer unnecessary anguish because they do not know what family mediators can do. We help people discuss problems constructively in a private, confidential setting. We help them stop fighting and stay out of court. To learn more about mediation and other family matters, visit ColinFamilyMediationGroup.com. Colin has one L and no S. Are you struggling with emotional, financial, and legal stress related to divorce? The Guide to Low-Cost Divorce in Virginia by Virginia Collin and Rebecca Martin teaches how to handle these processes in any state with special attention to Virginia's laws. This book can help you take care of yourself, get free legal advice, develop a good co-parenting plan, keep expenses down, and arrange a do-it-yourself divorce. The Guide to Low-Cost Divorce in Virginia is available from Amazon for just $4.99. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Family Matters. To reach Dr. Virginia Collin or today's guest, Please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to radio show at com. Now, back to Family Matters. Welcome back to Family Matters. I'm your host, Virginia Collin. Today, I'm talking with Stacy Martino, who has made a career of coaching people to bring love and passion into their lives, into their relationships. Stacy, if I've been following you as we've talked about this, you've said that getting closer and closer, increasing the love and what you have in common and the sameness in your relationship decreases passion. 
Mm. And the key, the key to bringing the passion back, if I followed you correctly, is to, for the man to emphasize his mature, positive masculinity, and for the woman to practice and enhance her mature, open femininity. Did I follow you correctly? Yes, that's correct. And it really is a realignment because we all automatically have it within us. It's just about realigning with that piece of our authenticity. But you said it beautifully. Okay. And if you get that right, then you get unshakable love and unleashed passion, right? <laughs> that's where <laughs> you take people. There's a few other steps in there, but yep, you are <laughs> on your way. <laughs> okay. Uh, you and I talked a little bit about these passionless relationships, these yeah. mar- marriages or, you know, sometimes it's not a marriage. Sometimes people have kids, live together, don't get married, but it lasts a long time. And it gets to be a ho-hum relationship, good roommates, good parents, no passion. Yeah. What are the risks in staying in a relationship like that? You know, it's so heartbreaking, Virginia, because it's something that I actually see every day. And the more and more people that are in this passionless relationship, but they have kids together, good people with the most positive of intention will come to a, a, a piece about it or at least uh, uh, resign themselves to say, well, that's just the way it's going to be for me or it's not that important to me to have the passion or but he's such a great co-parent or she's such a good parent. Um, you know, I, there, I have other things in my life that I can focus on or, you know, that's not really a big deal to me. And they stay passionless for the good of the family because they're such a good person. And so that's why I give so passionate about getting out there to say that you may feel like that's where you're going to stay and that that is a good thing to do for your family, but I do this day in and day out, and I can see a few steps down the road for you. And people come to me very often in the passionless relationship phase for help, and the other phase that people come to me very often in is when they're hanging by a thread, when one or both people have their hand on the button, they're thinking about leaving. And those two relationships may seem like the Grand Canyon's distance apart to you, completely different relationships. But to me, that's the same exact relationship. It's just a timing difference. Because when you are not having intimacy with the only person on the planet that you're really allowed to have intimacy with, eventually the tension builds the resentment builds, the rejection builds, and this distance builds between you until you're basically leading what we refer to as parallel lives. You're operating under the same roof, but you're trying not to bump into each other because even that bump reminds you of the pain of what you're not sharing with the only person on the planet that you're allowed to share that with until one day the reason that kept you together leaves or moves out of your house And you look at that other person and wonder, can I really live like this for another 50 years? What am I doing? And then you realize, oh, my gosh, I'm in that other phase of relationship. I'm hanging by a thread. And that's why I want to light the light, you know, be the lighthouse to show you that your passionless relationship is just a timing difference away from hanging by a thread. And while I know you have the best of positive intentions for your family by staying in your relationship, and I applaud you for that, 
stay and transform it. Reignite the passion. Passion is the life force of your relationship. Without it, your relationship is dying. This is about much more than sex. This is really important for your family. When you are teaching people how to transform the relationships, and you've already said that you need to teach only one partner. You don't have to have the second person's participation to make changes happen. Mm-hmm. Do you give different advice to men from the advice that you give to women? Um, yes and no. Yes, there are strategies. Absolutely. There's an entire host of strategies that are for men and there are entire host of strategies that are for women. However, it's really important to hear both sides, whether you're a guy or a girl. As a woman, when you hear strategies that we teach men on how to best support, understand, appreciate, and cherish women, it's very validating for women to feel like, yeah, that's that is what it would, that would feel amazing. That is who I'm, I'm, I'm validated to feel like that would be my best self. And just as it's important for men to hear that when we encourage them to step in and step up with their mature masculine, it gives them permission to stop keeping that masculine energy underfoot like they have. So while, yes, it's completely different strategies for men and for women, it's really also very serving for men and women to hear both, all the strategies, um, because it it serves on both sides. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. Yeah. Do these same uh, relationship strategies and... uh, Possible to the tools that you teach, do mm-hmm. they work as well for gay and lesbian people as they work for heterosexual people? There are a lot of similarities and there are a lot of differences. See, we all have feminine and masculine energy within us, all of us. And so when we teach from the masculine and we teach the feminine, it really doesn't matter what body you come in. All that matters for this is if you're masculine at your core inside, then it's about realigning to your masculine presence. If your true core inside is feminine energy, regardless of what body you come in, it's about opening to your feminine radiance to be with your partner. And for there to be polarity in whatever relationship you're in, there needs to be a masculine and a feminine energy that comes together. That's the charge of polarity. Masculine and masculine or feminine and feminine energy is less charge. So regardless of what body it comes in, it's really about the core energy. Now, that being said, there are also... Um, different brain patterns and different hormone changes that do impact men and women, and we teach that as well. And some of those things shift when it's uh, same sex, but the true core of it is the energy that's inside, regardless of the beautiful package that it comes in. Got it. It's kind of easy for me to imagine that this sort of relationship transformation advice Uh, system might be very, very important for people in their 20s and 30s, people who are still at a very sexual stage of their lives. For some people, interest in sex and uh, even physical abilities for sex fade with age. Do you think that 
the system you teach is still valuable and important in when people are in their 40s, in their 50s, in their <laughs> 60s? Well, I'm in my 40s, and we're almost in our You're 50s. kidding! <laughs> <laughs> Even though people think we're newlyweds all the time, we've been married for 18 years, and it's only getting hotter each year. Um, so I, I, there's no question. And, I mean, we have clients that go into their 80s. So the key is, um, do you want to create your life by design or ride out your life by default that's not what you want? So it really is about your standard for life. Uh, it's way more than the sex, although the sex is awesome and it's enough of a reason to do it. Um, it's way more than the sex. It's about feeling charged up in your life, about not going through life on autopilot, denying a part of you that's your authentic self. It's about creating that rock-solid alignment where nothing and nobody comes between you so nothing in life can shake you. You know, I work with a, um, a doctor who has... Uh, um, her entire practice is about curing breast cancer for women, and she's phenomenally gifted at it. And we're aligning to do something really amazing coming up because as we started to work together, we realized what better time in your life to have a rock-solid alignment with your partner than when you need to face something like this as a team and rely on the strength of your relationship without this being one more crisis that is challenging a relationship that has a crumbling foundation to begin with. So whether you're 20 or 30 and you want to start out like this so you don't need me to unravel your relationship when you're 40 or 50 or whether you're 50, 60, 70 or 80 and you want to really in love and ravish the last remaining years that you get to have together where you can finally enjoy it, it doesn't matter. It's about enjoying the life that you create by design. I would like to hear you say more about... Self-discovery, because I've heard you say that going through your system, going through your coaching program, people get to know their own authentic selves better, and sometimes that leads to a wonderful transformation in their relationships, and sometimes it leads to knowing that this is really not the right relationship, and they need to make themselves available for a better one. Could you say more about that? You know, it really is about coming to the point of understanding yourself and what is best for you. And a lot of people come to me and they want to do um, a process that we call our long-term alignment discovery. There really is a process that you can do to determine whether or not the relationship you're in has long-term alignment or not. However, most people come to me for that process when their relationship is not great, obviously, or they wouldn't be asking for that. And unfortunately, when you're in that situation, most of what you're doing in your relationship and with yourself is triggered by fear and pain and protection and resentment and whatever else, frustration, and none of those things give you a proper read on a long-term alignment discovery. And so our entire eight-step system for that person is designed to get you to that place of authentic love for yourself and compassion and heartfelt understanding for your partner, regardless if they're the right person or not for you, so that you can do this kind of long-term alignment discovery and get an accurate reading from a place of peace, compassion, and heartfelt understanding to know if this is the right relationship for you or to know with supreme clarity that it is not, but you know what you need next time. Okay. Earlier you mentioned a website where people could actually go and get 
some of the tools that you're just giving away. What was that website? Sure. It's relationshiptransformationsystem.com. You can go download our um, eight-step relationship transformation system. Go watch the videos that we've created giving you our tools and our system and take action for yourself. Okay. We have about a minute and a half or two minutes left. Is there anything else you would especially like to tell people about? Absolutely. I will say to you that by definition, the solution to every problem you're currently having in your life is sitting outside your current comfort zone. Or by definition, that wouldn't be a problem for you. And so I have a very deep belief that when you ask, it is given. And so somehow if you're listening and if this, if you feel pulled or called to this, it's because somewhere in your life you've asked. You've asked that it be easier or why can't he just or why can't she just or whatever it is in your life, you've asked for a solution. And that solution may not pop up as your partner spontaneously combusting into your magic mate because that not the way it happens, but when you ask, it is given, and it's been given to you in the form of an opportunity, which by design has been designed to take you outside your current comfort zone, because that's where the solution to every problem you currently have is. So your knee-jerk reaction might be to say no, because you feel scared, and that's okay. But just know that that's my comfort zone. So if it serves you, and if you feel called, let me take your hand. And I'll walk you step by step into your next comfort zone. Take action for yourself. Give yourself this gift. All right. Thank you, Stacy Martino. It's time for us to bring this to an end. Thank you for joining us this week on Family Matters. Please tune in for another edition featuring host Dr. Virginia Collin next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Be kind, heal, and grow.